Good morning. It is Monday, October 10th, and things that are trending this hour, happy Thanksgiving. To our friends in the north, NHL NHL tweeted out, happy Thanksgiving to our friends in Canada from everyone here at the National Hockey League. They're celebrating Thanksgiving today. Also trending, Mark Cuban. He's uh, introduced this new company called Costs Plus Drugs, and he was recently asked by Chris Wallace if he planned to stay on Shark Tank, and he said that he will stay on for one more season, but after that, he doesn't know. Mark Cuban is like 62 years old, and I never would have thought that by by looking at him. I had Mm -hmm. to look his age up. My mother loves the show Shark Tank, Yeah, and she is totally every time I see her because she watches it nonstop mm-hmm. I have to go through this process with her about that that show is scripted like they know who these people are that are coming out there they have all the information about them beforehand there is absolutely no way that these sharks are buying these companies you know like sight unseen without any sort of right. info about what they're getting into before doing their yeah, due and diligence. she refuses to believe that and apparently she thinks mark cuban like does this out of the goodness of his heart too and not to make money but so i was trying to figure out how old he was one day and i think he's like 62 years old or something mm-hmm. like that it's 62 64 uh he's it, been what, on, what is he is it 64 i think he's 64 but you could be right 62 uh he has been on 111 episodes of shark tank he's closed 60, 64 you're right 64 how'd you know that because uh, you know my research he's closed 85 deals for a total investment of 19.85 million dollars so he's invested a lot of money into that show and those companies some of them work some of them not so much finally trending is uh, michael j fox now last hour we had christopher lloyd trending in this hour it's michael j fox the two reunited at a comic-con in new york over the weekend and hugged it out on stage Excuse me. It is eight minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about Donald Trump, okay? He had himself a big old rally in Nevada over the weekend. He was raising support for candidates running for office there. But according to Trump, Democrats are ruining the country. Record high inflation, continued crisis at the border, among other issues. And he said now is the time to stand up to them right now in this election this is the moment this is what he's saying rob yeah he was in nevada if i'm a candidate in a swing state like nevada i probably because the, look the former attorney general laxalt i think is the guy's name the republican is probably now the favorite to win over the incumbent democrat who is there he has all the momentum on mm-hmm. his side he's done very well his i believe his father or grandfather was a united states senator the family has been in politics forever he's was like a perfect candidate for nevada especially in this election cycle i'm not sure i would want trump coming right now because all the people at the trump rally are going to vote for you anyway and it just inflames or enrages or reminds people who might be on the fence who hate Trump that if you're in any way associated with the guy, it harms you. Uh, all that all that because Trump's going to do what he's going to do, right? I mean, yeah. you're not you're not going to stop him. Um, but there were a couple of clips here that I thought were very interesting, um, and he's he is now hammering down on Biden's inability to speak or count to three. Listen. 
Ridiculous. Remember, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And then the Mueller witch hunt, where the conclusion was no collusion. You think Biden could say that conclusion was no collusion? He'd be up here all night trying to get that one out. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> He went on to say the Democrats are doing a poor job running the country and highlighted, you know, a bunch of different issues from the economy to foreign policy. And he said, under Democrat rule, the price of gas in Nevada is up 100 percent. Two years ago, everything was good, good in our country. And now it's going to pieces. It's falling apart, falling apart. Okay, and this and so this gets us to the next clip. Mm -hmm. And this is. This is the thing that I struggle with, and I think a lot of people struggle with, because things were not good in our country two years ago. The things Donald Trump and the Republicans did under COVID, while not in the moment, did not cripple society. They have. I mean, the money, look, all the money printing, it isn't just the Biden money that has contributed to inflation. It was years and years and years and years. And I mean, it really started in earnest under George W. Bush. You can trace the rapid growth of of, of uh, the national debt in this country to George W. Bush. Now, was it bigger than it should be under you know Reagan, Bush, Clinton? Yes, but the absolute, completely out of control, ever exploding, never ending magical national debt really started post 9/11 under George W. Bush. It obviously included Obama and then Trump, and so Trump in this rally says that you have to vote Republican to save America. And I agree with that from the standpoint of the Democrats are rapidly, actively, intentionally cavalcating this country towards a Marxist ideology form of government that looks nothing like the country that was set up or what we picture when we think of America. The problem is, though, how many times have the Republicans had the ability to fix it and they don't? So let's play what he had to say and then let's talk about it. We have a nation, as I say, in decline. If you want to stop the destruction of our country and save the American dream, you must vote Republican. You have to. I don't think you have a choice. I don't even think you have a choice. As bad as things are today, if the radical Democrats keep their grip on the House and the Senate, the situation will only get worse. They'll flood the country with tens of millions more illegal aliens. By the way, nobody's ever seen anything like what's happening right now with our border. We had the border the strongest ever in the history of our country. And now we have maybe the worst border in the world, because I don't believe third world countries would allow a border like that to take place in their country. But they want to ram through mass amnesty and give illegal aliens welfare, free health care, and the right to vote. They want to give them more than we give our they want to give them more than we give our great warriors, our military. They want to do better for them than they do for our military. We're not gonna let it happen. Okay, and so this is what I think so many people right here in our own state are struggling with. And in fact, we just had this conversation with Micah last week, and I'm sure we will tomorrow when we have him on. Because Todd Young, 100%, without debate, without discussion, does not deserve your vote. 
I, I don't I don't think the majority of people in our listening audience would stand on some sort of hill and say Todd Young is a phenomenal senator and has totally er- earned our vote. He is a coward. He is a stooge. He is a yes man to Mitch McConnell. He sides with the Democrats on the regular. He just did it again on the budget. He just did it on the CHIPS Act. He is said he's never stopping spending the money. Mm-hmm. And yet, there are a whole bunch of people, and the Abdul poll showed this, there are a whole bunch of Republicans who are not committed to voting for the guy because they want to puke every time they see his face or hear his name, but yet they're petrified of the Democrats remaining in charge of this country. Mm-hmm. And... That is a really tough position for people. Now, look, I decided a long time ago, I am not going to be held hostage by terrible Republicans that, well, you don't want the Democrats. I made that choice and walked away from that a long time ago. But there are a lot of people in this state right now and and various other, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania is another example, who are totally petrified of more Democrat rule and will likely at the end of the day, despite all their undecided, mm-hmm. despite their bravado, will ultimately go in there and pull the lever for Todd Young, mm-hmm. even though they declared after Holcomb, I will never do this ever again. What's the other option? Well, there, and there, like you mentioned- There is an, another option. James Siniak, the libertarian, there is another option. He's, he's a great candidate on the issues, but people will not do it and we will continue to be a country who is governed out of fear mm-hmm. rather than making people earn our votes and this will never stop. Well, okay, so we talked to Michael last week and he was saying, you know, we have to vote Republican because we have to have the majority in the Senate and the House, right? And if, if there isn't a majority, you know, Kamala has said, she can't wait to get rid of the filibuster and she can't wait to vote to make abortion a federal thing across the country. So if you don't vote Republican, that's what you have on the other side of that. Here's the problem with Casey, though, and this is what I urge people. You, you have to stop it at some point or it never stops. Like Todd Young told us it's never stopping. Right. You don't have to take my word for it. He told me in a room full of people and they've all confirmed it. Every person that's emailed or corresponded with this show mm-hmm. that he said it. There's no denying it. He doesn't regret any of the $11 trillion he's added to the national debt. He's would do it all again. He's not going to stop if you put him back in there. He's going to continue to grow the government. So what you are saying, if you go in and vote for Todd Young, is I am fine slow walking my way to socialism because I fear Marxism. That is what, you, and, and look, there's going to be a, hundreds of thousands of people who are going to square that when they go in that booth and say that. That sucks. Well, there's a lot of people who, like you, don't want to keep voting the Republicans in, like Todd Young, because he has said he's going to keep spending. He's going to keep signing off on these bills that cause inflation, right? Democrats are going to do the same thing. So if you're coming down between these two choices and you don't want to vote libertarian, aren't you going to side with the party that at least shares your ideology? But they don't. But what ideology is that? I mean, the, the, what is your ideology? Massive, uncontrolled growth of government and social programs, and forcing you to pay for other people. Is your ideology the federal government bribing governors to shut down their state? What is Todd Young's ideology that you would agree with? The only thing Todd Young you could look at Todd Young and go, he's been pretty good on that. Is the judges, and he won't talk about that. Because he's afraid of alienating Democrats. Did you get the feeling from that rally that Trump did that it was very reminiscent of build the wall, the 2016 Look, era tr- Trump, yeah, rally? But, but Trump's got one speed, and this is my other problem with Trump, is he never adapts. It's like 
if you went to a Frankie Valley concert mm-hmm. now, you're going to see the same concert you saw in 1980. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Frankie Valley hasn't had a hit in 40 plus years. So it's a good concert. If you like that kind of music, you're going to love it. But it's the, the there are no new songs in the Frankie Valley genre. At 88 years old, he's playing the same songs he was playing. And he's not coming out with it at 48. Now. And that's my thing with Trump is it never changes. Hey, we got a voicemail about Kevin. Oh. Can we play it when we come back? Yes, we're going to get to voicemails. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number. And we will hear from you next on 93 WIBC. So sorry, you have just reached my machine. 10-21, good morning. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 317-684-8444. That is the line for the voicemail. Of course, we'd love to hear from you. Questions, comments, smart remarks. All of that stuff. Yes. And our first phone call today, as many people are now aware, Kevin has mm-hmm. a very fabulous band that he plays with certain times throughout the uh, the month called Uno Gold. Mm-hmm. You can follow them on Twitter or on uh, Instagram. Instagram, uno.gold. A uh, very nice picture I saw in my feed the other day of Kevin dressed to the nines. Looked like something out of that thing you do. <laughs> That's one of his favorite movies, too. Yeah. Yeah, the Oneaters. And when is your next concert coming <laughs> up? When is it? Uh, it's on, it's actually next week. Uh, it's, uh, October 21st. That's a Friday, right? Is that next week? That's yeah. the, No, that's two weeks. That's two weeks. Okay, yeah, my bad. No, that's next week. Yeah, this week. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's well, next week. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm looking, October I'm, 21st, either way, uh, that's when it is, and it's at Melody Ann. Yeah. Yes, Casey. I, I was looking at his Instagram feed. Uh, the 21st is next Friday. Yes. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to try to go to that because it's not a school <laughs> night. Casey might get out there for that one as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. We're going to uh, load up, party. No guarantees yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, gonna... we can uh, pregame out on the street beforehand. Perfect. Oh, doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah. Yes. You it, are selling it, Kevin. I, I can't wait for Casey to go in the neighborhood around the Melody Inn and say, I'm going to hang out in the street what after you, dark. What yeah. are you talking about? I just found out that somebody was shot at my top. Taco Bell, where I live, so... Probably over that Mexican pizza. Hey, you're not safe anywhere. Anyway, we got a phone call <laughs> about Uno Gold. I feel like we're creating a new uh, new generation of Uno Gold maniacs. <laughs> hey, Kendall. Hey, Casey. Love the show. Listen every day. Hey, Kevin, this is for you. We just Googled Uno Gold. Hey, Google, play me something. And they played... Plasma Palaces Phase 1. Hey, man, we really liked it. It was really good. Way better than anything Springsteen ever did. (laughs) So you guys are going to be double platinum by the end of the year. Love the show, guys. <laughs> what was That's that song? Awesome. What was that song name? He was referring to the EP that we released. Oh. Plasma Palace Phase 1. Oh, okay. EP, can huh? I Can I get that? Out? Where, where can I find Plasma Palace You can find it everywhere. Phase 1. Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, YouTube. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere you want to find it. Uh, Kevin, do you even know what EP stands for? Extended play. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that you have an upcoming single called Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Plas- that, will, that will actually be released the same night as our Melody End show. Oh, perfect. Well, ten twenty one. Can we? Can we? Uh, that'll be our bumper music all day on Friday. Uh, the Benjamin Franklin single. Can we do that yeah, in honor can, of the Uno Gold show? Yeah, that sounds good. We can break it in. All right. Uh, got one more phone call I want to get to here. This person uh, is looking for a little positivity in their life. 
Good morning, Rob. I've got a challenge for you, and I don't know if you're up for it. Just for one show, man, just one show. How about finding something good in Indiana? Some good things about the people in the country. Maybe even find some good politics, some real patriotism, some kindness showed. Maybe even some honest politicians doing good things, spreading some hope. But the only rule is you can't beat just for one show. You can't keep beating them dead horses of Holcomb Young and Diego. Inspire us. Make us have a better day. Make us appreciate each other in the show. Man, I love your show. Been listening to it for, I'm a rookie, only a year. I appreciate all you guys are doing. Okay, so I thought about this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it a go, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. my goal is to find positivity mm-hmm. in Indiana politics mm-hmm. and government and our candidates, and he specifically mentioned Diego mm-hmm. and Todd Young, mm-hmm. right? Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Casey. Yeah. I think it is wonderful that Todd Young has added $11 trillion to the national debt. I think it is wonderful that when I go to the store because of Todd Young adding $11 trillion to the national debt, my food in many cases is twice as more expensive. I think it is phenomenal that Diego Morales refuses to stand on a stage and debate his opponents. I don't think I deserve to have any answers as to how someone will run the most important office in the state of Indiana. I don't think I deserve any sort of explanation on how elections or businesses would be run. And I think refusing to show up to debates and adding $11 trillion to the national debt is a phenomenal way to bring this country together. That sounds like sarcasm. I gave it my best effort, and that is all you got from that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. S- sarcasm. I understand what he's saying, though. And you know what? Last week, at the end of the week, I was kind of thinking the same thing. And when I was prepping out the show, yes. I went to Google, and I was like, gosh, there's got to be some good news out there, some some positive news, some nice stories we can share. And so I Googled positive news and good news, and... You want good news? I was unable to come up with something. (laughs) Do you want good news for this guy and for you and for everyone who else that wants good news? I've got some good news for you. Kurt Darling and the news is up next. (laughs) It's 93 WIBC. Good morning. It is 1033. And thank you for joining us on a Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. You did something on Saturday you want to share with everybody. I rode in a Tesla. What? What were you doing? And I've got to say. Yeah. It is like out of this world. Cool. Really? So I'm not changing my tune on electric cars by government force. Because I think that's totally ridiculous that the government subsidizes and forces people into behavior. But having rode in a Tesla, Mm -hmm. the thing is out of this world cool. What did you like about it? Well, so my friends, Shane and Teresa, Shane runs the radio station in Brownsburg. His wife, Teresa, is one of the all-time great businesswomen 
in the greater Brownsburg area. They have recently purchased a Tesla. Mm-hmm. And we were having dinner with them on Saturday, and they said, would you like to go for a ride in our Tesla? And against my better judgment, I said, okay. Mm-hmm. And the force on that thing, its ability to go from zero to whatever speed you would like to go in zero seconds. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, you know how in the movies when like the spaceship starts going really fast and the person gets like Jerk thrown back? back? Mm-hmm. That is the Tesla. The power of the Tesla is absolutely unbelievable. Well, anything is going to feel like that compared to what you drive. Well, that's true. But I've driven a, uh, some pretty powerful cars over the years, Casey. Like mm-hmm. when we used to have our deal here with the BMW dealership. Yeah. And we used to get BMWs once a month. Even the BMW, it's a the power of the BMW did not compare to what you felt in the Tesla. And I think the biggest part of it was the ability to feel like you're barely moving to your mock speed mm-hmm. is an unbelievable thing. The other thing that I found fascinating about it, one is when it backs up, it sounds like a sp- like an alien spaceship. Yeah. Like one one of my neighbors has one, so you can definitely hear it. And then the lights spell out Tesla. Mm-hmm. So like when they pulled up to my house mm-hmm. on the uh, garage, it was saying Tesla. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was most cool is there's like this, uh, what do they call it? Like screens, you know, where... where you, on the dash yeah on the dash yes thank you Mm -hmm. and it will tell you what's to the side of you so like when we went through a construction area where there were traffic cones the cones Mm -hmm. were where the cones were Mm -hmm. next to the car and it tells you how far away things are so like if you're pulling up it literally tells you how close you are getting to the thing in front of you. Not like a camera, like many cars have a camera when you're back in. It will literally tell you, you have three inches to go before you run this person over. That's neat. But Maps does that. The what? Maps. What Maps? Um, It's a thing, you know, like Google Maps. Yeah, but not on the – is it on the car itself? Yeah, it'll really? tell you, like, if there's obstruction in the road or if there's a cop, and then you can hit the, yep, still there, or it's cleared away. Casey, you can also make the horn sound however right. you want. Now, the, and a there's, lot of people can, keep telling me how awesome the horn is. You can use whatever MP3 audio you want for the horn. That's not enough to convince me to buy an electric vehicle just because no, of the horn. No, but the fact that you can make your turn signal or horn sound like fart noises is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Every 14-year-old boy's dream come true. The other thing I think that was very intriguing for me was there is essentially no maintenance to the Tesla other mm-hmm. than like, like tires mm-hmm. because there's no there's no engine there's no you know there's no, no oil changes. No, there's a big old battery. Well, there is, and so that was my caveat was I, I was they said the warranty is really good, so as long as the thing is under warranty, you basically can't go wrong with it. And essentially, for the first whatever it is, I don't know what the warranty is sixty five thousand miles, one hundred thousand miles, whatever it is, mm-hmm. there is no maintenance mm-hmm. to this car. Yeah. Now, if you buy a new car, uh-huh. there's not going to be shouldn't be much maintenance, but you're still going to have oil changes and things like that. Yeah, you don't have that with the Tesla. Did they tell you what the range was? Yes. So again, my problem with the Tesla and the electric cars in general mm-hmm. remains that like they took a trip recently where they were able to get to Louisville and back to Southport Road before it needed a charge. Okay. So if you 300 were 300 miles? If yeah. So if you were a primarily city-based driver, 
this car would be ideal for you. I asked I asked her, Teresa, how much she had saved this month in gas, and she told me roughly $53. I guess there's a calculator based on what it would have cost you in gasoline. So, but did they tell you how much the car cost? Well, I have an idea, mm-hmm. and this is the final caveat I have for this. A Tesla is not for me because I work in radio. However, if you are a person who could afford Mm -hmm. a luxury line of automobile and long-form travel is not something you do on a regular basis, I can now absolutely see why this would be intriguing to people who can indeed afford a a luxury-type automobile. I was checking out the Ford Mustang Mach-E. I used to drive a Mustang and then got rid of it. It's just not practical living where we get a lot of snow <laughs> that real wheel drive but i kind of like the design of the ford mustang mac e um it's a little rounder than i'd really like but until i saw the price tag on it sure forty eight thousand dollars sure and i've gathered this tesla was markedly more expensive while not it is and it was a base ish model tesla mm-hmm. so again the problem becomes regular people are still when i say regular priced people, out of this not that they're like you know not that, that, that these these fine folks own an island somewhere but they've been successful in business mm-hmm. a, you know a lot of people would struggle to be able to make it work financially even with the gas savings it's still going to be for a regular person markedly more expensive mm-hmm. than a used you know a used car type of payment and i think that will be probably the challenge for tesla going forward is how do you make this car that is super neat something that more and more people can get into the market to be able to afford afford. yeah they need to make it affordable right uh well this is really interesting that you are completely changing your tune yeah no and who is that caller who said you weren't being positive enough i found something positive now again my issue is never that, and even before this, if you're a person who wants to do electric cars, mm-hmm. great. The problem is you have the government through tax incentives, et cetera, forcing people into or towards behavior, and that is that is wrong, and that should not be taking place. Well, there are uh, tax incentives on the Ford Mustang right now between 1000 and 3000 off for the for the oh Mac-y. so it only costs you like forty five thousand dollars right well, that's how affordable it. quite quite the discount okay let's talk about the rock really quick uh Dwayne the rock johnson no longer cooking up a white house <laughs> i see what you did there that's great yeah he said that a run for president is off the table he's not going to do it a run for president mm-hmm. was never on the table the same way as with matthew mcconaughey and we told you you guys this You know, when Mock was still here and then as we were leading up to this, we said this, it's not on the table because the idea of The Rock, oh, wouldn't it be funny if The Rock were on stage laying the smackdown on Biden and DeSantis? What's he going to do? Give him a rock bottom? That's not how this works. He's just a big muscle bound guy in an oversized suit on stage. Mm -hmm. And the problem is once you're up there and once you're running, hey, everyone should come together and love each other is not a policy position. Yeah. You have to take a stance on abortion you have to take a stance on the border you have to take a stance on taxes you have to take a stance on every single issue and on every single issue you're going to in the american which we live especially if you're running for president alienate 
half of the country. Mm -hmm. And someone like The Rock lives a pretty lavish lifestyle. He likes making movies by merely the name Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He will get whatever it is, $20 million just by walking through the door. Mm -hmm. You can't do that if you alienated half your constituency. Same thing with Matthew McConaughey. It's really easy to be Johnny Cool Guy and go around going, all right, all right, all right, and so everybody should love each other and be a little kinder to each other. I agree. It's not reality. You know what is reality? Your opinion on whether illegals should be able to continue to flood across the border into Texas. And so these people, whether it's Oprah or The Rock or, or Matthew McConaughey or whoever, they're not going to give up that money and alienate forever that fan base. Exactly. Why would you want to do that? You're completely and totally successful in what you do. Right. And getting into politics, it's not easy. Anybody at this point, I think, could do look smarter than what Biden is right. currently doing. You, but you're risking a whole lot. Now, he's saying he doesn't want to do it because of his family. Well, and that's – what is he going to do? Come out and say, I like my fame and fortune? I mean, what's he going to say? Well, wouldn't that be refreshing for once? Well, it would. But the, but I think also there's a look at – look at what now. The Rock, I guess, would probably run as an independent or a Democrat. I don't know. So he wouldn't face – He's a red, he's an independent. Okay. So, but he, so he would not face the same level of scrutiny as a Trump has. But you also look at what they've done to Trump and how they've destroyed Trump's life. Mm -hmm. And for these rich Hollywood people – They don't want that. No. Why would you? Right. And I'm, I'm not even blaming like The Rock because for a lot of people, they're just not cut out for that. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But these people who clamor for these celebrity people who have no idea what their actual politics are to run for politics, I just always laugh at them because you, nobody even knows what The Rock's view on anything is. We know he goes on Twitter and he smiles great and he's a good looking dude mm -hmm. and he's, you know, he's charismatic, but charismatic doesn't lower inflation. Okay, let me ask you this, because we talked about him briefly uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, Mark Cuban. Yes. From Shark Tank. Yes. There's been rumors floating all over social media, a 2024 run for him. Now, this is a guy who's been a business owner. Sure. He's owned a sports team. He's got plenty of money to back his own presidential run. Practically doesn't even need to fundraise for himself. He, 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 could, he could front it. Sure, he could, and that's the question. Is but does because Mark Cuban's a pretty liberal guy, mm -hmm. and so the problem is he's not going to get a Republican nomination. And this is the other thing the, I think a lot of these celebrity people have started to understand. In order to even, unless you're going to run as an independent, and there is a massive undertaking to get on the ballot in all 50 states as an independent, you could do it. Someone of Mark Cuban's wealth could. If you're going to run and have a vi probably a viable chance to win, you're going to have, still have to do it under one of the two major party banners. The primary is murder mm -hmm. to go through those things. And if you're Mark Cuban and you run as a Democrat and you're going to have to out-liberal AOC or whatever. <laughs> is that even possible? Kamala or, yeah. or whoever the person is. Well, by the time you make it to the general, you're just another angry liberal and you've already alienated yourself. So why would you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, why would you do it? It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 1045. And we've got Hammer joining us next. With a song 
Smith. Good morning. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And Hammer's joining us in the studio. You saw a Tony Katz? There's a Tony Katz sighting? In the building. In the building. It's kind of like when you see, like, Bigfoot out in the wild. Or maybe you've seen the Great Pumpkin in the Pumpkin Patch mm-hmm. before. A lot of people think that it doesn't happen or it doesn't <laughs> exist. But, yes, Tony Katz is actually at work today. We were having a conversation in the back before I came on here because we've got this big training session today that the new ownership is making all employees go through. It's an annual thing. It's not like it's just us or whatever, but it's about diversity, correct? Diversity, inclusion, and belonging training. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what Tony and I were discussing in the back is who's going to be the person Mm -hmm. that asks questions to prolong (laughs) the meeting? Ah! Because it doesn't matter where you work, whether it's here with us, whether you have an office and you, you know, do whatever. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be these types of training sessions that are required by ownership. But there's always one guy or girl trying to look smart that wants to look smart, that wants to prolong the damn meeting. Mm -hmm. So who's it going to be? I'll I'll volunteer as tribute. (laughs) Casey, please. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say, hi, Casey Daniels, WIBC. Now you just got to load me up with a wholly ridiculous question. Well, see, here's the thing. We were thinking, you know, okay, let's uh, let's announce our presence with authority. Yeah. Fifty dollars in the pot sure. for the uh, WIBC personality that can ask the most over-the-top, ridiculously dumb question. Yeah. Offensive, <laughs> something completely offensive at the diversity training. Right, something that goes against everything that they've just no. talked about for the previous forty-five minutes. No, actually, I don't know if I want to volunteer for this. I'd like to keep no. my job. Nobody does, but Rob, you know this. You you have owned a business. Uh, we've all worked in places. There's always one person, whether yep. let's say it's a salesperson that wants to look like they're the leader of yep. the sales force. We're going to be the ones that ask the questions. You're welcome because I asked this question. I just want to go through the session and get out. I thought I might get a free pass from going to this because you could make a case I'm the most diverse person in the whole building and loves diversity the most. I mean, think about this, Hammer. I work with a woman. Mm-hmm. My best friend is black. Mm-hmm. And my wife is half Hispanic. I am. I arguably love diversity more than anyone else in this entire building. That could be a case. Maybe they will just say, "Rob, you don't have to attend." Maybe you should stand up and ask. Hey, I I have these qualifications. Can I be excused? Oh my God. Can you please say, "I have a black friend"? Can I leave? Raise your hand and say that, and I'll take you to Applebee's and drinks with Cheryl are on me. Rob hey, Kendall I'm- no longer works here. We wish him the best. <laughs> right? It will it will quickly not be the Kendall and Casey show. We're but- now taking applications. But in all honesty, like, don't be asked the question yeah. at the meeting guy. Mm-hmm. Just don't be that person. Yeah. Like, if you have a question, get them afterwards, right? You know, pull them aside. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a real good question. Uh, you've inspired me. I think I might have to find a phone book now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to turn to page one. Hey, we wanted to get you in on this because you have waited a long time. I don't think Tennessee has been Tennessee football has been good the entire... I've known you almost 20 years, and I don't think they've been good the entire time I've known you. And it appears your long-suffering is maybe over. They're pretty good. They are pretty good. They've got one of the best offenses in the country. But this Saturday, it is going to be an absolute zoo Mm -hmm. down in Knoxville. You going? 
I've got the TV show, so oh, I can't. Yeah. ESPN College Game Day is going to be Scott Long there. takes off all the time. I've worked for him for free like 93 times in the past <laughs> two years. You could take a day off. Uh, Alabama coming down to Tennessee. This is the first time that these two teams have both been undefeated, I believe, since 1989. Because there was a stretch in the late 80s, early 90s, where Tennessee was really good and Alabama wasn't. And then for the last 20 years, Alabama's just been a machine and Tennessee's been a mess. So it's fun that this game actually means something. Again, they always dubbed it the third Saturday in October. Uh, But, man, I'm excited to watch it. The thing that scares me as a Tennessee guy is – when the public is all looking at Tennessee and the point spread is single digits, yep. man, Alabama's just eating that up. That's bulletin board material for Nick Saban and company. So I'm excited. This is fun. I uh, I was excited that Notre Dame won a game this weekend. They're looking better. You think so? Tommy and- Reese wasn't losing it up there in the booth <laughs> like he has in the past. Well, Casey, you and Rob are the resident Notre Dame fans here. It seems like even though it's a little too little too late now they have been getting better and BYU's a pretty good team it's not like they just beat the brakes off of you know Rutgers or somebody oh yeah we're right back in the national title picture it'll be great <laughs> yeah, yeah. Picked, a, picked just, a perfect time to become the greatest show on turf <laughs> just pick right up there yeah what's uh what's coming up for you this afternoon so Guy Relford's going to join us in studio there's drama from the Greenwood Park Mall couple people had weapons in there. Now they've been banned for a year. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot going on to this story. So Guy Relford's going to break it all down. All right. Thanks, Hammer. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.